Not all turtles drink, but all painter turtles are alcoholics. Hello, all you cool cats and kittens out there. It's Thursday. One more day until it's Friday. And you know what that means. Get me your Friday questions by today at 5. Jay Hinkle, I'm talking to you. Since you always seem to forget to send me your questions by 5 p.m. Jay, please send me your questions by 5 p.m. This is Daily Content, your favorite daily content podcast. I'm your host, Lincoln. And again, we're here with your friend and my friend. You, you've heard of him and you probably like him. Phil. Meow. Oh, okay. We're doing that. We're doing <laughs> Sorry. that today. Sorry. Yikes. Hi, everyone. It's Phil. It, it is Phil. I just, uh, I wanted to test out my uh, my ability to make cat noises, and I just want to apologize to everyone, because now I feel great shame. No, it's okay. So you think in a reality where the cat pirate overlords begin to conquer the free world, do you think they'll speak cat, or do you think they'll adapt and speak, uh, probably not English, maybe Mandarin? What do you think? I think that they're all going to sound like Patrick Warburton. Okay. Why not Antonio Banderas? That's a good point. But in uh, in in my reality, in the way I live my life, when I see a cat, I immediately uh, uh, envision the cat speaking uh, like uh, Joe from Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah, with that real... Deep mm-hmm. voice. I don't. You guys all know it. Patrick Wharton Burns. Wharton Burn. Warburton. Warburton. Yeah. yeah. Words. Uh, syllables. Worcester sauce. <clears throat> you guys all know is what it, he sounds like. He's he's got a, a very recognizable voice. That's a good question. Is it uh, Worcester sauce or Worcestershire? Because in my house we say Worcestershire. Yeah, that's a lot of. Uh, yeah. Do you say wash or warsh, I think? Is oh, uh, warsh. Okay, my family too. Uh, and it took me a long time to realize there wasn't an R in the word uh, wash. Mm-hmm. And in my house, we say warsh. Uh, instead of saying I've seen it, we say I seen it. <laughs> and uh, we do not put S's at the end of cents. It's cent. Cent? Yeah, like I have 50 cent. <laughs> you have 50 cent. Mm-hmm. It's amazing... Uh, the aspects of Southern culture mm-hmm. that really bleed into Indiana culture. Mm-hmm. Just like I seen it. I don't know. Isn't that like a, isn't like a, a South thing. See, that, that's something I've always wondered. I mean, cause I grew up in, in Southwest Michigan, mm-hmm. which is, you know, so, it has South in the name, but it's in one of the most Northern States. I mean, you go any farther and there's Canada and yet, Every day in high school, as I pulled into the uh, the parking lot, it was nothing but rusty old uh, large trucks that were lifted and had giant uh, like mudding tires, and everybody had Confederate flag logos and flags, and oh everybody gosh. chewed tobacco and only wore camouflage. <clears throat> How did you know? Huh? How did you know? How did I know what? If they isn't camouflage you can't see it or oh now i'm angry yeah and how much of that is is like i mean the confederate flag thing i don't i i can't really uh that's a hard one to explain away and i don't Mm -hmm. really care to because yeah uh, 
I don't like mm-hmm. it's a Confederate flag. Like, yeah. who, who cares? You're not going to tell me that you're a colossal states rights advocate or that you're a rebel if you're doing the same thing as everyone else is doing. Mm. You just are kind of or mostly racist, probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but I, you know, I think there was a time where that might have meant something. But in 2021, there's a mm. very distinct tone to mm. what that flag means to I think a lot of people. Well, it just it's something that always confused me because I grew up. I mean, it was a small city, but it was a city nonetheless, and everybody, uh, you know, had this like hunt, hunting and fishing air about them. But they all lived in town, so mm-hmm. where that came from, I'll never know. Yeah. So how much of that is is like South culture or like just like rural culture mm-hmm. of like farm town culture? Well, I did grow up in the corn seed capital of the world. You know, they have the most corn seed there. Yeah. Uh, uh, both Pioneer and Monsanto uh, had their headquarters there. Yeah. Speaking of evil corporations, did you see that uh, Tesla <laughs> made the price of Bitcoin just absolutely explode? Did they really? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, uh, you know, you know, I'm not going to bore you with the details, but one thing led to another and and Bitcoin now costs $50,000 for a Bitcoin. I. uh I wanted to invest in Dogecoin. Oh, but the time has come and gone for that. It seems like yeah. Well, the, I mean, there's that, and also I have no money to invest, so that was a uh, flash adventure. <laughs> Speaking of other uh, flash adventures, still haven't gotten the the Biden stimulus check. <laughs> you still haven't gotten yours. no the Biden stimulus. Oh, the check. Biden stimulus. The, the fourteen hundred dollars that Ooh. is that supposed to be coming. Uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows what's supposed to happen? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We'll give it to you. We won't. Uh, you'll never know. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I feel like that was a big aspect of uh, what he talked about he might do uh, uh, on upon election, and it has yet to happen. I, uh, for, well, for the, the other two that we've gotten so far, I am always in the, like, the last bracket to get mine because I refuse to give the government my banking information. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, when does it stop? I mean, not for any political reason. I just don't like giving people my things. I just don't know my routing number. (laughs) I mean, there's that. Yes. Also the internet scares me. Yeah. I I think it should, you know, where does it stop? It's, it's, they have your address because it's on your license. Mm -hmm. Eventually is there, are they going to, are they going to have your social security number too? Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> are you playing with me i i i am oh no i'm in fact playing with you Ugh. uh so it's at the store we're gonna we're gonna move on from this topic right right quick right now and i was at the store and i don't have you ever had one of those moments where you're sitting in your car and the car right next to you starts to move but you think you're moving oh like you're sitting at a red light and the car starts to pull away and it, it makes it feel, it tricks your brain into thinking it's going backwards. Or uh, uh, if you're sitting in a red light and there's a car in front of you and they are anticipating the green light so they start to move up. So you think, oh, now it's time to go. And then you almost accidentally, but you you act in actuality, you do in fact uh, hit the car in front of you. That's never happened to me. I'm asking I for a friend. say I... I have done quite that. Anyways, I was at the store and I had bought a few things. I was walking to my car and I walked up to my car and put my hand on the handle and got ready to open my car door. But for a second, 
for a, a very scary second, it felt like my car was rolling away from me. So you weren't even in the car. I wasn't even in the car. And the Jeep next to my car was backing out. Mm. And it felt like my car was starting to roll away from me. Mm. It was a really, I, you know, I, I thought about everything. I thought about all the choices I had made. Um, Did your life flash before your eyes? A little bit. A little, my car's life flashed before my oh, eyes. Wow. Thought about the, the songs I would listen to in my car, but never listen to again in my car. And, you know, mm. the roads I would drive on, but lose the opportunity to because my car was rolling away. And, <sighs> I got really sad for a second, and then I realized that I was being dumb, and it was just the Jeep right next to me pulling out. So I got in my car and turned uh, turned the Smiths back on and oh. cried my you, way home. Were you just having, like, a really bad day? What? <laughs> <laughs> now, I do. Ha- I have a music question for you. What's sadder, the Smiths or my go-to sad music, Elliot Smith? I... Uh, well, one of those artists talks about wanting to be dead, like, and the other one, uh, talks about how much he's sad that, uh, about his his teenage life, really. Just, he's a 40 something year old man and speaks of his teenage years and how much they saddened him. Just girl or boy problems. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, listeners, I'll let you decide who who writes sadder music, who wrote sadder music, The Smiths or Elliot Smith. <laughs> uh, that's something I always think about when I listen to Weezer. I really like the White Album, the one that okay. came out with a couple of years ago. But a lot of the songs are just him talking about like teenage girl problems, mm. like you would if you were like 17. Mm-hmm. Elliot Smith has a song titled 17. Oh. Oh, no, it's 13. Never mind. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. The, what, what is the song? What are they, what, uh, what are they talk about? And what does he talk about in the song titled 13? Well, just about. Is how... it about the hit uh, Netflix series, 13 Reasons Why? Oh, no, no. But I'm sure that the first time I heard that song was on 13 Reasons Why. For reasons. Hmm. Yeah, I was talking to someone about that show. Um, apparently, there's more than one season of it. You or know, something. No, I've only watched one episode and got just tired of it because I'm not a high schooler. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have such big issues. I'm a, as a teenager, I did not have such like enormous problems. Or the or the, I mean, I don't. I don't want to minimize the struggles that some mm, people go true, through true, true, true. in their teen years, because uh, it seems like a lot of teenagers suddenly are are faced with a lot of problems that adults have a hard time dealing with, but they have none of the resources that adults have to deal with those problems. Mm. And so I, I, you know, I don't want to minimize uh, teenage issues and 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 suicide and stuff. But the problems they have to deal with on a day to day basis and the effort Wait, that I put into existing existing. Existence is so much harder. It is harder to live as an adult than it was a teenager. <laughs> like if I don't pay my bills, people come and take my things from me. <laughs> you know, you know like, I just I remember as a teenager just like having you know a semi rough day and then just going home, taking my pants off, sitting in my favorite lazy boy and watching TV, and the problems melt away until tomorrow. I don't remember there being any large issues other than the. Uh, occasional math test or uh, the uh, sweet rejection. Mm. 
did, did you get rejected a lot as a teenager? Once or twice. Yeah. We don't got to go into it. But we could. I mean, we could. <laughs> but I don't I don't hear any Elliot Smith playing, so I don't feel like getting that sad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Why did you say no, Chelsea? I just wanted to take you to the dance. Okay. We're okay. not going to do this. All right. We're done. But she really told you no because you want to take her to a dance? Yeah. Ooh, that's Sad rough. Sad times. Uh, have you ever watched the show Freaks and Geeks? One or two episodes, but I never got into it. Uh, I think there's... It's a great show, but I definitely understand why people don't get into it. Um, because it's a different type of show. It's kind of... It's not real catchy as far as like it doesn't really grab you it's it's kind of a a real, real kind of long play drama with lots mm. of really good sort of highlights in it and some some good acting i just i remember an episode with uh james franco yeah and uh there's a girl i can't i don't know her name yeah she plays velma in yeah, the scooby-doo yes. movies yes, thank you. but she's much younger yeah. yeah uh they're uh they're sitting down and they're the I, I want to say both of their parents are on them and look like they've just been scolded and James Franco starts to cry because he uh, tries to explain to uh, the adults that uh, he got put in a uh, in the stupid classes mm-hmm. and he was very very sad about it and it was this very emotional heartwarming like few minutes and then all of a sudden Velma starts to just hysterically laugh and i thought to myself ah, maybe i should watch this show oh she acts like every scene that that she is in is amazing like mm. her her acting skills as a she's probably not a teenager in that show but mm-hmm. as a, a young person are absolutely incredible she is uh it it pains me that she's known as being velma from scooby-doo now she also was in grandma's boy she, and she was in a few episodes of Boy Meets World. Oh, that's right. She was the other girl that Corey dated Ooh. for a few episodes. Like, Ooh. the other. Don't don't remind me of that blasphemy. Listen, here's, I'm here's Topanga the thing, through Phil. and through. I don't think Topanga was... I mean... Are you are you going to sit mean, here he's... across the table and talk trashy about Topanga? Corey's one true love? I just... I think that show puts a lot of emphasis on Corey and Topanga working out. When it really didn't need to. When it really didn't need to. I'm not going to say you have a point, even though you do, because it's uh, Corey and Topanga for life. And I will fight you on this dance. I mean, she should... She maybe should have gone to Yale. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're I, right. If I had... If I was Topanga's uh, parents, I think I would be really upset that my daughter chose this dude that she's just happened to be around her whole life over going to Yale. Hmm. I don't know. But if if you watch just, the spinoff show, Girl Meets World, everything works out in the end. What a garbage show. It really is. What a terrible show. Girl Meets World and then Fuller House. Did you watch the Oh, I couldn't. I never watched Full, Full House. I watched I was, Full that House. That was before my time. Was it really? Well, I don't know. I just, I was, by the time I got around to watching it, it was kind of on late at night, and it was just like, it's for young, you know, very young girls. It's not really a show for, (laughs) you know, preteen boys. 
Uh, I mean, I was Whereas, like, I was a kid. Boy, Boy Meets World was my market. Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I was, I definitely remember watching uh, Full House when I was younger, mm. like I would say before preteen, and mm. remember really liking it. But yeah, I really liked uh, Boy Meets World a lot. I really enjoyed. I think that my favorite episode is the Halloween episode, okay, where, with the killer, mm. and they're they're the they're chasing them around. Mm-hmm. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. <coughs> oh no! It's one of my favorites. Speaking of Boy Meets World, great. So I, I uh, came across on Instagram the. Do you remember uh, the the group of bullies, the older kids in Boy Meets World? There was the real heavy set guy. Yeah. You know, he eventually was in. Uh, I think remember the Titans and yeah. that show. My name is Earl. Yep. He uh, lost. Most of his weight. Yeah, he's Jack now. Yeah, he's all beefed out. Yeah, it's that's that's one of my favorite things. Uh, when uh, when people uh, y- you know make their dreams happen, if that's mm-hmm. what their dream is, I, if you know, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. You're you're fine the way you are. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to jump into that hmm. sort of thing. But see, my, it's cool. It's cool to see that happen sometimes. My only thought on that, uh, me being a uh, portly gentleman, yeah, he ruined his acting career. <laughs> Good point. His, but his me, type went away. Me being a portly gentleman, if I were to uh, focus up and to lose a considerable amount of weight, which is possible mm-hmm. uh, in my life, I would have uh, such a large amount of extra skin that I would be able to climb to a roof, jump off, spread my skin, and glide to the ground like a flying squirrel. And I don't know if I want that. Why not? It's good. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I, I kind of want that. I mean, it, follow my weight loss journey. That uh, seems like seems like a, a fun a fun thing that you could do. A cool party trick, maybe. Uh, I learned how to break an apple in half with my bare hands. You could mm-hmm. be a flying squirrel. Mm. That would be pretty sick. Um, I'm, I'm definitely I'm here for that. Mm. Uh, and you might not have a bunch of extra skin. Sometimes when people mm. lose weight, their their skin kind of moves with them, and so plus depends I do, on how you do it. If, I guess if I were to lose the amount of weight that I think I should lose. I feel like I could bring back my breakdancing career. I don't think you need to lose the weight to bring the breakdancing back. I think you could bring the breakdancing back right now well, and see, breakdance the weight away. <laughs> Good point. Well, see, the issue <laughs> right now is, that's what you're trying is that to do. it's kind of hard to do a uh, head spin when you're a bit top-heavy. Okay, okay. And you, just, you kind of wobble like a uh, dreidel at, uh, at, the, well, at the end of a dreidel spin, and you just fall, and you hurt your butt. And your knees, and your face. Yeah, you know, I know of, I know of someone who could help you out with that. Our sponsor, Golf Lessons with John. He can give you lots of golf lessons, and and I, mostly things that have nothing to do with breakdancing. But well, I did, I golfer. did hear that uh, becoming a well-versed golfer helps with your breakdancing. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of famous breakdancers are are actually uh, world-famous golfers. Did you know that Tiger Woods uh, is a great breakdancer? Uh, known for dancing with uh, lots of women, he, he does. <laughs> he does look like somebody who can do the electric slide. Uh, and uh, uh, Arnold Palmer, with multiple Palmer, the, uh, the legend, partners. the drink mogul, also famous break dancer. Mm. So, so yeah, our sponsor, Golf Lessons with John, Facebook. Go give him a like, like his pictures, uh, send him a message, do do whatever feels right, mm-hmm. if if you could please. So he keeps sponsoring our episode. 
And I think that's uh, you got you got more things, or uh, are we uh, are we winding down here? I think we're winding down. Do you, do you remember that story that you were going to tell er, earlier this week, and then haven't told yet about the blueberries and uh, oh, and yes. uh, the the you know what you may or may yeah. not have done to instigate uh, that? No, allegedly, what had happened was I feel like we got to give it to the people. We've teased okay. it for for point, all week for for days. Well, my brother was a big fan of Monster Energy Drink. Conveniently. Monster Energy drink tastes a little bit like <laughs> urine. And it kind of looks like it, too. <laughs> yeah. So, me being a big fan of water at the time, uh, just just filled up with a few gallons. And uh, uh, slowly but surely gained my brother's trust. As he played video games, I would bring him his monsters from the fridge. I'd open them for him. You know, this was a month-long process until finally I was at the point where I could take a little time, take a monster into uh, the restroom, dump a little bit out, <laughs> fill it back up, just just a little bit, just enough to know that it's there, but also not recognize it. And I would bring uh, my brother these drinks, and uh, to this day, the seven monsters that my brother drank in a uh, gaming frenzy, a three-hour gaming frenzy, uh, had a little bit of me in them. And <laughs> then they got in my brother. And he, to this day, he does not know. He doesn't know. Uh, so uh, roughly what percentage of the overall monsters did he drink a whole can of urine? Uh, I'd say did- it's, it's, it was about 10% per can. Gotcha. Six cans, so... Gotcha. So mm-hmm. your brother has drank in nearly nearly sixteen ounces of urine, mm. and just ha- still doesn't know. Yeah, to this day doesn't know. Nathan, if you're listening, I'm not sorry. That's that's hilarious. Uh, and I think you he definitely got the worst end of that deal. You just had to deal with some snozberries, and he mm. drank a full can of urine. See, but in my fa- <laughs> see in my family, uh, the there is no equal retaliation. You punch somebody in the arm, uh, you get a large uh, brick thrown at your head. Wow! Not that that happened. That's but like I'm zero saying, to I'm, I'm explaining yeah. the, uh, the, uh, the the gap in retaliations. So, you know, go big or go home, and all that. Well, listeners, it's Thursday, and that's our advice to you: go big or go home. <laughs> but but maybe don't in someone's yeah, beverage because yeah, uh, as an adult it's kind of a yeah, crime <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's illegal don't do that but you know oh i mean gosh. okay yeah, don't don't do it or do it or don't and remember uh please right now right now send us your questions for our friday episode right now if that time is thursday before five before 5 p.m yes well oh, in, I, oh. Never mind. Sorry. Okay, cool. See you guys tomorrow.
A stingray didn't kill Steve Irwin. I did.